episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Michael. And I'm Molly. And this week we are going to do a mid-season Big Brother update. So we did an episode on this when the cast was first revealed. We've talked a little bit about it in the week since, but with everything going on this week, it's just such a wacky, crazy week on Big Brother. We figured we just have to dedicate a full episode to it in order to break down everything, all the craziness that's been going on. Um, But first, before we get to that, we have some news to cover. Mainly in the Bachelor world, um, there's a bunch of Bachelor news this week, so we'll start off with that. Um, first off, we got premiere date for The Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, um, which is moving to Thursdays, September 28th, um, which is basically exactly a month from now as of recording this. Uh, so that's super exciting. What do you think about the move to Thursdays, Molly, first of all, and having them both on the same night? It's kind of this three-hour block that they're going to be doing. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't always watch those shows live anyways. The move to Thursday doesn't necessarily impact me all that much, but it's going to be a lot of TV happening all that week. The Survivor and an Amazing Race starts the day before, and then Bachelor... Um, Golden Bachelor and the Bachelor in Paris starting the next day. So it's going to be lots of premieres happening that week. But I'm excited. I think, like, I mean, because Dancing with the Stars is obviously going to be taking that taking that Monday spot. So it makes sense that it has to move dates. Um, but overall, like, I don't have, like, a strong, like, desire. It has to be on a Monday. Like, Bachelor in Paradise also always has been, like, either, like, Monday, Tuesday. They're, like, it's always kind of different with Bachelor in Paradise. So doesn't really bother me that it's only going to be on Thursdays now yeah Thursdays I don't care although it is kind of a I feel like Thursdays isn't a common day for like new shows I feel like early in the week is usually for especially for network tv for some reason is really like when they try to stick everything in i I, i'm sure there's data that backs that up (laughs) but um it is interesting that they're moving all the way to thursdays but then to me even what's more interesting is that they're going to be on the same night because i feel like i just expected that golden bachelor would be like on mondays and then paradise on tuesdays and wednesdays maybe or who knows um but I guess, does that also mean that Paradise is only going to be once a week this season? I don't know. Maybe because they can't do Friday. Right. Like, that's, what I'm, that's what's so curious. Yeah. Uh, maybe after premiere week, it's going to move to two nights a week. I didn't I didn't see them say that, though. Yeah, uh, I have no so idea. I know that they shortened filming this season to two and a half weeks, which it's usually, I think, a little over three weeks. So um, maybe... Yeah, maybe uh, that's why they did that, so that they could just do once a week. I, I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, we will see. Um, speaking of Paradise, we also got the full cast, uh, the OG cast of Paradise, I'll say, because they didn't announce everyone that's going to be coming in later in the season quite yet. But um, it's mostly everyone from the last uh, couple of seasons of both Bachelor and Bachelorette. But I think the two biggest names that they announced were Blake Moynes and Rachel Reckia um obviously because Blake had you know been on multiple seasons of Bachelor in the past and even won uh Katie season but he obviously they did not last very long and so he's back now for Paradise Rachel um as you know was the Bachelorette along with Gabby uh last year 
is no longer with uh, the man that she chose, um, but she's back here as well. Um, anyone uh, that you, in particular that, you, that you're excited to see, even if it's not one of those two? Yeah, well, those two, I think, are going to be the most interesting to see because, like, they have made it far in the show or, like, been around for longer in a way that you, like, you know them more and you kind of, like, are rooting for them and seeing them find love because we both see, saw them both have heartbreaks. Um, so I'm excited for both of them. I think I'm more excited for Rachel, though, just because, like, I think Rachel's entertaining TV. Like, I think she's just, like, a good, like, she's just has a lot of emotions and is able to share those a lot and that's good for the bachelor shows obviously because like they want people to be emotional um so i'm excited for that and to see her um over overall like i think the cast is always like whenever even if you don't know the people entirely going into it like there's always going to be drama there's always going to be stuff going on when you're when they're on the beach so i think it just in general will be a good season even if like not everyone is someone that you like for sure like are like oh i need to see them Mm-hmm. yeah you know even the people because i feel like they always bring in someone random who was a night one elimination and this year i think they have two possibly um in the og cast that were night one uh eliminations but i always think back to season one of paradise um where and of course lacy i think was her name um yeah. I, I hope I, i'm getting that right but um she was a night one on uh I think Juan Pablo season and nobody knew who she was going into paradise and then she ends up being the one to get engaged at the end <laughs> and so you just never know like I, the the producers obviously know these people so much better than than we do especially you know the early outs um and so they know the people that have potential to be entertaining even if they didn't show that full potential during their season so uh yeah hopefully it'll be another good season of paradise that's the one that that keeps me invested in the bachelor franchise so <laughs> always yes. excited for that um moving on here to more bachelor news of course um joey was named as the lead i do not know how to pronounce his last name grazi grazi graziati maybe i don't know how to pronounce it either um he's joey g for- yeah, Joey G is the lead for Bachelor season 28. Um, seems like people are really happy about that. I feel like just online reaction, a lot of times with these choices is not super positive, um, but really people seem to be very, uh, very excited about this one. So what how, what are your feelings on it? Yeah, I mean, I watched like the first and the last episode of Charity Season. <laughs> but I do have an understanding of who Joey is um because joey was the final two um but he just from the get-go he's just like a genuine person like he just seemed like really nice and down to earth and just like the kind of guy like girls will fall for kind of thing you know so it's like a lot of girls are really excited for this season because like people were really hoping that he would be the bachelor while watching it so that's a plus as well like whenever like someone's when the show is going on like people who are watching and are invested in someone like obviously the bachelor is going to capitalize on that and they did that for this season so that's good that they actually listened to the fans and were like yes let's do joey Mm -hmm. um so i think that's probably going to bring back some viewers as well i think some people were commenting about that like in 
on Instagram and TikTok of saying like, oh, this is the season I'm going to watch just because they love Joey and like all this stuff. So I think it was a good move on like for Bachelor franchise to do that um, and choose Joey. And even if people hadn't watched Charity season, I think people are still going to probably tune in to see Joey just because he's like an attractive guy. Um, but I don't know. I think overall people are also comparing him to Greg Grippo and saying that he looks like that. So I think he reminds me more physically of Ben Flagnick. Oh, he does look like Doesn't Ben. He? That was yeah, my I think it's like a mix. Thought. The hair. Yeah, yeah, a mix of the two. I could see that. Yeah. Um, but I think overall it's going to be a good season. I think he's like a nice, genuine person. So that's all, that's all they care about is meant. For the bachelors, they have to be really nice, basically, and good looking. Like I always feel like, you know, people put so much pressure on who's going to be the lead. But to me, I don't care who's going to be the lead. The cast is what's most important. They're the ones who's going to, you know, determine whether it's an entertaining season or not. Leah really doesn't do a whole lot of anything, as long as they don't go in the Juan Pablo direction of making everyone hate them. Like, the cast is going to fall in love with whoever it is, or they're going to pretend to so that they make it far enough to get the Instagram deals, <laughs> brand deals. Like, that's really all that matters. And so, I, you know, the cast to me is, is the most important thing. But in order to get people excited preseason, I guess you do have to get, you know, a good lead that everyone's going to be excited about, because that's what's going to bring people into the first episode. But then the cast will keep them there. Yeah um moving on to more the last well no not the last bachelor news but more bachelor news um charity lawson is joining dancing with the stars officially uh she is the second official announced uh cast member for season 32 uh, joining ariana maddox um how do you think charity's gonna do it seems like a trend that pretty much all bachelor or bachelorette leads at least uh end up joining dancing with the stars right after their season since we had gabby last year hannah brown um seems to be caitlin bristow um what, what are your thoughts on charity joining yeah i'm excited for her i think because she actually she was a cheerleader in college so i think she does have that like rhythm in a way or like she understands like dancing i think she's gonna be really good and pretty go pretty far um so i'm excited i don't know if she'll be as far as go as far as gabby did because gabby made it like finals but maybe i have hope that charity can make it far and i hope like i also know like her and Dawn are also really cute like the announcement that they he like announced it to her was cute that they did that after the final Mm -hmm. rose um but also um i hope it like makes them still stay like and like sounds bad like and whenever there's bachelorette bachelor couples like seems like when they go dancing with stars things kind of go south for them so i hope that this season doesn't or this for this experience doesn't happen for charity and dodden but that's always like stressful like i feel like they sort of jump into just doing something like every single day and they can't even actually get to know each other even more that they like not getting as much time together because she's training and like doing Mm -hmm. the show so I hope that doesn't ruin their relationship. But I'm excited for her. <laughs> yeah, because Gabby and Eric broke up during the season, didn't yeah. they? I remember, like, when they first started, they were, like, he came to the first rehearsal, I, I remember, in her package. Uh, they showed him coming. And then, yeah, a couple weeks into it, they broke up. <laughs> um, yeah, there there is that curse there. But I, uh, I, I hope they will buck the trend. Uh, Sean Lowe did Dancing with the Stars, and he's still yeah. with, uh, with Catherine um 
But yeah, she has a lot to live up to because I mean, Hannah Brown won, Caitlin Bristow won, Gabby got second. So uh, she has she has some uh, big shoes to fill. But I'm excited and rooting for her. Um, and then lastly, in the Bachelor world, we got some weddings and engagements. Um, Hannah G and Dylan um from bachelor in paradise season six got married over the weekend beautiful photos from that oh so pretty so pretty um hannah brown and adam woolard her fiance um are now engaged uh he is not from the bachelor world but um that i would say um (laughs) confirms that the preview of her going to paradise was not as a cast member (laughs) as they would want you to maybe believe um i'm sure she's just handing out a date card there but um and then uh dancing with stars Derek huff and Haley herbert are also married um mark ballas was his best man which is adorable and um funny enough his uh sister julianne's ex boy or ex fiance i think um was also one of his groomsmen so of note that was kind of an interesting (laughs) yes I love seeing all those pictures everyone just seems so happy and I love Hannah G and Dylan are like still one of my favorite couples ever from Bachelor Nation and so seeing their wedding was just so pretty like they were in France and like a countryside venue like it was just like so pretty um her dresses she had three of them and she looked gorgeous in everyone. Uh, she had them like custom made for her too. I saw this like oh, wow. on the, her TikTok. Yeah. So she was like, she had it down. Um, and then Hannah, I feel like for Hannah Brown, like she, her and Adam were very steady and very strong for a while. So everyone was expecting them to get engaged, but didn't know when. So I'm happy that they're now engaged. And also, I guess we already knew Derek Huff and Haley were getting married because they were engaged, but their pictures are also great. Um, and I'm just happy for all of them. Yeah, me too. Um, it was funny. Dylan posted on his Instagram story, I think the day after their wedding, posted like a screenshot of an old Reality Steve article. Did you see this? Where no, he, I didn't. I think it was from... I think it was from during filming that season and he was like my sources are telling me like everyone who's there thinks there's no way they're gonna last Hannah and Dylan (laughs) and and he was like I want you to tell me who said this (laughs) I love that yeah Yeah. they bring humor into a lot of their like social media posts which is also great to see that yeah yeah so yes we love all three of those couples um, now moving away from the Bachelor world um, and into the Bravo verse, um, Real Houses of Atlanta just wrapped its 16th season, and there's a lot of rumors um, that they are going to get a total reboot. So the entire cast is getting fired, and they're just going to bring in, you know, six to seven brand new women. Um, season 15 was not great; didn't get great ratings. Um, a lot of what people have complained about, though, is production rather than the cast, really. And so it's kind of interesting to me that they're kind of bl- seem to be blaming the cast for this kind of lackluster season when for a lot of the complaints have really been is how they weren't really telling a cohesive story and cutting out a lot of scenes that they show in the previews and um, people stories just kind of didn't make any sense. Um, and you know, I know, Molly, that you don't watch Housewives of Atlanta, but 
just in general, um, kind of what are your thoughts on a show when they kind of have a bad season like this? Kind of, do you like the idea of kind of getting a whole reboot or maybe kind of just like fixing what's broken and trying to salvage what they can? Kind of what would you, you know, if like, I'm trying to think of a show that kind of would be comparable that has like a steady cast, maybe like a Selling Sunset or something like that, like show that you've watched, like, let's say they have a bad season, like kind of what would your idea be of how you, what you would want as a fan for like them to fix that? Yeah, I don't think that they should just fully replace everyone, in my opinion. Like, I think that there are certain people like that you're saying, like, maybe are like the more like parts that they want to fix or like some people are like kind of influencing that more than others um so maybe just like kind of getting rid of those people but not fully replacing everyone Mm -hmm. it's my opinion because I don't know how that then you don't know all the dynamics all the people who are going into the next season and then it could cause more strain on the show yeah um but that's just my opinion what about you well, because they did this, you know, and I think this is kind of where this idea is coming from, that they did this with the New York franchise of Housewives this last season. So they, after season 13 of New York, which was a COVID season, it was it was an awful season, but they um, got rid of everyone and brought in a completely new cast. And the reception has been pretty good to it, but the ratings have been terrible. So, like, the premiere got pretty good ratings. I think people were just kind of curious to see what it was going to be like. But then after that, it's just kind of plummeted. And so that's where kind of it's interesting to me that they would even really consider doing that for this, um, knowing how that turned out, (laughs) ratings-wise at least. But I don't know, you know, live ratings really don't mean much anymore. I know we talked about this, you know, a while back, um, that... So many people watch it, you know, on on Peacock or on, you know, whatever streaming service uh, it is, and people will DVR it, watch it the next day or whatever. And so live ratings really don't mean what they used to. Um, So who knows, maybe, you know, a a ton of people are watching it later on and they're happy with the the viewership. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see where we go from here with this. Um, the network has already kind of refuted it, saying they haven't made any final decisions yet. But um, a lot of reputable sources are reporting that. So uh, I do tend to believe there's at least some truth to it. Um, but we will see. Um, moving on to Love is Blind. Um, season four of After the Altar drops on September 1st, just in a couple days here. Um, if for those of you who might not remember, basically that's, um, uh, just three episodes that's filmed after the reunion films where the whole cast or most of the cast, uh, gets back together and we see all the exes interacting and all the people who have been feuding. Um, what are you, are you excited to watch that? Do you, do you, have you watched after the altar in the past? Yeah. I remember the last seasons, like not a lot happened during those episodes of off the altar like things weren't like relevant anymore like when they filmed Mm -hmm. it to then when things were happening now Mm -hmm. but i feel like for this season like or this past season of love is flying like i think like it will be interesting to see with like marshall bringing in his new girlfriend and then interacting with jackie and josh will be there as well so i think those dynamics are going to be interesting to see how that goes about because we didn't get to see them interact because jackie was only zoomed in so 
I think that's going to be like what I'm most excited to see in this um, after the altar episodes. Everyone else seems to be like pretty solid. Or I guess Arena and Micah are going to be there as well. So like some drama, I guess, come up with Arena and Micah and Paul might have some drama still. I feel like they had kind of had been feuding for a bit. Um, so I feel like overall, like the season kind of was a little bit messier than others in the past recently. So I'm excited to see that and how it comes about in the how how they edit it basically. Because I mean, everything comes down to the editing, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I wonder if this. Do you think this was filmed because the reunion this season was live, and so unlike past seasons, do you think that they filmed this after the live reunion or or before? I think it must have been after. I think so too, but that's a pretty quick turnaround because um, that yeah. live reunion was when we first started this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so that was only well, like uh, four months ago, maybe. So I guess yeah, I guess that that's very possible that they could have filmed that because it's only three episodes. That's true. Um, and then also keeping on Love Is Blind season five premieres on September twenty second, um, and it will have weekly drops throughout um the following weeks until october 13th um and this season happened to just be filmed in houston which is my hometown oh, so that's really? exciting um i remember when we had married at first sight here a couple years ago it was fun to like pause on all the transition uh you know where they showed the skyline and everything so yeah. like, hey what restaurant are they at <laughs> um so that was fun. yeah that's how i felt with the ultimatum season one when they were in austin for that Oh, um, I forgot they were in Austin. Yeah. 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 So it's it's fun to see when they're in your city. <laughs> yes. And uh yeah, so we will definitely be covering that um when that either when it starts or when it ends, we'll figure it out. But <laughs> um lastly for the news, um we have the Love Island USA spinoff, which is the Love Island Games premiering November first. Um from my understanding, it sounds very much like Bachelor in Paradise for the Bachelor franchise. This will be for Love Island, where they bring in a bunch of past Islanders um, to compete and couple up. And um, it sounds like a pretty similar format to standard Love Island. Um, but the interesting part is that they were also bringing in people from international Love Island versions. So like Love Island UK, Love Island Australia. I'm not sure if there's any other internationals included here, but um, that should be interesting uh, to, to see them bringing in that and not just from the U USA franchise. Um, I have to say, I, I, I really want us to cover Love Island games because <laughs> we yeah. didn't cover Love Island USA this season because um, it's just so much. And it's so like once you, you know, go a few days and you get behind, it's impossible to catch up um but it was such a really messy good season so <laughs> hopefully love island games will also be good and and we can yeah. for that a little bit yeah i'm excited i like haven't had the time to watch love island but when love island games starts i will definitely make time for that yeah all righty well let's move along here to big brother 25 um, just overall, so where we are right now, we are in uh, the end of week four here for Big Brother 25. Um, currently, we have um, we started the week with the pressure cooker, the iconic pressure cooker competition returning. Um, and it incredibly 
yet again lasted almost 14 hours, which is just crazy. Um, and Cameron won head of household, um, America was second, and then they struck a deal to keep her safe, um, along with Corey. And so, um, she agreed to drop off. If only she had known that she was only three minutes away from breaking <laughs> the record. Um, she may have, uh, they may have tried to stay on to break that record, but, um, Cameron went head of household and for some reason that I will never quite understand rather than taking a shot at the other side of the house the professor side with Sari and Felicia and Jared and um, uh, Izzy he decided to uh, instead he and Red his his number one ally decided to nominate um, uh, Jag as the target, along with Blue as um, his ally and kind of just as a pawn. Um, and it uh, Red won the power veto, so nominations stayed the same. And his target is still Jag, although the other side of the house really wants to flip the script yet again <laughs> and, um, and try to send Blue out the door, but it won't be so easy to do that due to Jared's relationship with Blue. And that's where this week got really messy. Um, so I figured let's kind of just go through everyone one by one. Um, and I think that's really the most, the easiest way to do this um, so that we kind of don't miss anything. But before we get started on that, what are your thoughts overall on the season so far uh, from the first four weeks here? Yeah, I think this season has been going really well in a sense. Like, it's like there's a lot of stuff happening and just like in general, like I feel like you never really fully know what to expect, which is exciting. Um, And I think a big part of that is also like having Sarid there. I think she like is just so smart and strategic and like things that she says or like, can do and like it's just interesting to see her in this setting and this kind of show versus like in other shows as well, because you don't see those like conversations all the time of like what's happening behind the scenes. And like, you really get to see like how her thought process is working, which is cool to see that. Um, but overall, I think like the cast also is like playing pretty well. Like I think not just Sari, but like, like overall the cast is playing well. And um, I think that makes it for, makes it, more exciting to see like overall like people are actually playing the game mm -hmm. it's interesting because you know with Sari she has such a, a a reputation for being such a legend such a mastermind and in here you know like you said we get to see all these more detailed conversations of kind of you know because she loves to just go through every possible scenario and just talk beat that horse to death <laughs> and they will constantly flip their target minute to minute like i'll go like get dinner 30 minutes later i'll come back and the target has changed five times like i mean i've never seen anything like it on big brother and i mean I, i've seen almost every season of big brother and it I've, I've never seen anything like this where like a lot of times on the show they will try to make it seem like someone else might go home but you know the target is set on you know as soon as the veto is, is 
done on Saturday. It, it's just, it, you know, it, it's written in stone who's going to go home. This season, nothing is ever written in stone. Like last week, they were trying to flip that vote until Thursday, two hours before the vote started. Until the feeds went down, it wasn't decided who was going to go home yet. I mean, it, and it's just crazy. Um, but people, you know, have been saying because of this way that she plays in particular, like, oh, you know, is she overrated? Is, you know, is her mastermind status in question of like, you know, was she actually doing what was smart for her this whole time? Because like you, people are saying like a lot of the stuff that she's, these moves that she's making really aren't actually good. They're making her game harder for herself. But I saw this tweet that was so smart, I thought, where you know, her famous move is getting Eric Reichenbach on Survivor Micronesia to give up his immunity idol at Final Five. And mm-hmm. someone said, there is no way that was, there is no way that that was the first idea that she came up with. Like that was after hours of trying to come up with plan after plan after plan. Like that was probably plan Z was actually trying to get him to do that. And so there was probably 50 other plans before that, that they just, we just didn't see. And so that's kind of what's happening here is that she'll go through every possible scenario until she find, comes up with the final one. And um, so <laughs> I, th- I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, that is. But yeah, I, I agree. It's been such a it's been such a fun season for the feeds. The episodes have you know been been decent, but they always kind of are never as good as the feeds. Um, but yeah, the feeds have been incredible to watch this season. They're just so wild, so crazy. Um, this this house is just nuts, but in, in the best way possible. So yeah, let's just kind of go through everyone one by one here for a little bit and just kind of briefly talk about their game, their current standing in the house, where we think, you know, how we think their chances are of, of making it uh, further along. So we'll go alphabetically, starting with America. Um, so America is is currently in a blossoming showmance with Corey, which is the cutest, best, most amazing showmance. America, Corey, love them to death. Um, she would love to make it more serious. Corey has his boundaries that he is very set on, you know, keeping, which absolutely respect. Um, but I guess the question with America would be, you know, a lot of people seem to not trust her. And people, have, she has this reputation kind of for going and kind of telling everyone everything that nobody feels like they can really trust her and, and tell her things. Um, do you think that she is, you know, w- with her kind of trying to play the middle with Corey a little bit, do you think that that's a strategy that can last for her or should she really kind of pledge her loyalty to one side and just stick with it? Yeah, I don't think the playing both sides is going to work out very well. If she continues that way, I think she needs to stick, stick and choose like who she needs to stay loyal to. Um, because I mean, people don't want to be with someone who's a flip flopper. Mm-hmm. And so like, if she's not proving that loyalty, then like people don't know if they can really trust her. So overall, like I'd like America and I want her to last in the show and, and, and like go far and big brother. So I'm rooting for her that she can choose to actually stick with one side. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think if, 
if she realizes that she is kind of in trouble where Sari and Felicia and Izzy, like they really don't trust her and they've kind of gotten, you know, even the other side um, to, to like Matt is really kind of down on America right now. Red and Cameron are, are really uh, not trusting her. I think it's really not deserved kind of like she's a lot of people have kind of been blaming America and Corey for a lot on both sides. I feel like um, where they really kind of aren't the ones to blame, <laughs> but they've just kind of, they're an easy one to blame, I guess um because everyone kind of just you know puts them together at this point and i think if she can because she's a gamer you know she is a huge fan of the show she's a feed watcher she is she knows this show really really well probably the best of anyone except Corey. and i think if she can she and Corey can realize how much danger they're in once they realize that i think they'll be able to fix it but i think the problem will become if they realize it too late and they're already on the block together then that's when they'll get in trouble. But I think if they can, if someone can tip them off kind of that they're in, in, in danger, then I, I think hopefully they can work some some magic to get back in good uh, with, with Suri and company. Um, but let's move on to Blue. So Blue is currently on the block. She and Jared are in another showmance. <laughs> this one is fully blossomed um, in, in, in more ways than one. Um, <laughs> the funniest side plot of this week, though, that I just have to kind of get to before we move on from Blue, is that Blue, so Jared decided to tell Blue his secret, that Sari is his mother. But the way that he told it, he basically said, I have a mother in the house. And he had given her lots of tidbits, lots of clues that, oh, he knows a lot of reality people. He knows, you know, he knows some big brother people. Getting her to kind of say, like, okay, Sari's the one who's been on these shows before. She's the one who would actually know these people. And she didn't get it. She didn't get it at all. So basically, he just came out and said, I have a mother in the house. Thinking, that's going to tip her off that it's Sari based on everything else he's told her. Somehow, she got the impression that Felicia is his mother. <laughs> and he didn't correct her he didn't realize it for a while that that's what he th that's what she thought so currently and this was two days ago that this happened currently blue is still under the impression that felicia is, is jared's mother and she has been spending the last two days just basically following felicia around thinking oh that could be my future mother-in-law and she's telling her like you're going to be an amazing grandmother. Like, just these, like, she is having bonding time with, with her future mother-in-law, as far as she believes. Like, it's the funniest little side plot that I've ever seen on the show, probably. And my hope, my hope, is that she never finds out until finale night. And then she says something like, let's say Felicia and Jared are the final two. And she goes and says, like, it's so great that a mother and son made it to the final two. Like, I just am imagining this in my head of how this is going to go. And I am so excited for it. That's so funny. I know when I saw that too, I was like, uh, how does she not know that it's Sari and not Felicia? Um. <laughs> But it's just funny to see this happen. So I think, like, I want her to still be in the dark as well as what you're saying. Like, I think it'd just be so funny. 
if that were to play out that way, um, which I don't know if it will, but we'll see. And also, like, speaking of Blue, I feel like with the situation of her being on the block right now, like, it's really interesting of seeing, like, is she going to go home? Like, is Jared going to vote for her? Or is it going to be not that situation? Like, I, Jared and Suri are really at heads. We can talk about it later. But, like, in general, like, I don't know how good blue is for jared's game to last as well so like it could be a good move if he did that um but i also would know like why he wouldn't want to do that um so i don't know that's my feelings before it right now yeah you know last night um and by the way we are recording this tuesday night um so this will come in handy also a little later but um last so monday night um Suri and Jared like you were kind of started to bring up um had this conversation in the storage room where Suri was trying to get Jared to get on board with voting blue out which is what the professor's alliance or what's left left of it um has decided that they want to be their target is that they want the vote to be uh what would what would it be this week um which would make it not a tie seven to four um in or six to four excuse me um to send blue home leaving on the outs Corey in america and uh red and someone that i'm forgetting uh bowie jane i think um that they would kind of be on the outs and and not being with the vote and then this would really you know fully split the house and and draw the line in the sand um and jared's not on board and if jared's not on board then it's going to be a tie and if it's a tie then jack's going home clearly uh so they need jared's vote and jared Suri doesn't realize how close jared and blue are how close they've gotten and so she doesn't understand why she is so important to him because she's like why you know she, i mean no, she's your friend but you know you can't trust her uh we need jag to you know be someone who can win competitions and get uh red and cameron out next week and you know why don't you understand this and jared well he's gotten a lot closer with blue than Suri and company realize. And so he doesn't want to do that to her. And really, honestly, he's right. Like he shouldn't vote out his showmans. That, that's someone who, you know, they can get blue on their side. He has her, but they don't realize how much he has her and they think they can't trust her. And so it's kind of this weird situation. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it, it kind of sounds like maybe now that he slept on it, Jared's a little more willing to vote her out. But if they can't fully convince him, then uh, it sounds like they're going to have to kind of back down. But uh, and and Blue will stay. But I think it'll it'll be interesting. Um, oh my god! And I'm just thought about this. If Blue gets voted out, then Julie's going to tell her. <laughs> oh my god! And she's going to find out on stage. Oh wow! Oh my god! that that just hit me (laughs) wow i wonder if he would tell her like if he knew that she was gonna be leaving i wonder if like the night before she he would actually like correct it and tell her i don't know 
But anyways, uh, do you think that they're going to be able to convince Jared? I don't know. I'm I'm still torn about it too. I don't know how. Like I, I want to believe he probably could be convinced, but I also don't know if he would be. Mm-hmm. I, if I had to guess right now, I'm gonna say I think they're gonna convince him. Yeah. Because I just think Sari somehow even Jared is under Suri's mist. Yeah. Like it, it like is kind of wild that like I think as he sleeps on it and as Suri just kind of keeps like poking and prodding a little bit, I think she'll convince him. But I wouldn't also be shocked if they just kind of decided to back down and say, let's kind of just take this L and and not make Jared do that. Um you know maybe if Jared also kind of tells Suri a little bit more of really how close they are and he's able to convince her that like she'll be with them then that would change things um but i don't know uh we will see (laughs) um but moving on here to uh someone who i cannot confirm or deny if she's actually in the house um bowie jane the only reason why i know bowie jane's the house because for some reason felicia in particular but also sari and izzy really hate her (laughs) like they have this really weird hatred for bowie jane when and they feel like they can't trust her that she's a snake bowie jane is just there on vacation i don't know that she knows what show she's on i don't know she knows she's on a show um (laughs) i think she just kind of took a vacation in in los angeles and tried to do a tour of paramount studios and somehow got locked in the house um i i don't know but she she's never shown on the feeds like it's kind of wild um but at, weirdly for someone who's not doing anything she's kind of not in a great position <laughs> uh when she's really somebody who they should very easily take the final three because she's not gonna ever do anything um but yeah. what what are your thoughts on, on bowie jane yeah i also like what you're saying like she's just like not really there like I feel like she's I don't know they really don't know much about her because she's not shown so I don't know we'll see how far she makes it but like it's interesting because like what you're saying like if she made it far like everyone would have have an easy shot against her so I don't know if they realize that but we'll see yeah I, I I could see them eventually kind of realizing like oh maybe Bowie's just not very good at this game and because I think what you know it's interesting I feel like Suri in particular doesn't can't grasp the concept that someone is just not playing the game as hard as their alliances like it is to Suri if if they're not talking strategy 24 7 like Suri Felicia and Izzy are then they must be working against them and talking that strategy that much that same amount with someone else like that's why for a long time they didn't trust Mimi, they didn't trust um like America. It was really just because they weren't talking strategy with them, and so they just assumed that it meant they were against them. When in reality, they just weren't talking strategy very much. <laughs> and so I, I think that's kind of the situation with Bowie is that they just think, well, she's not talking strategy to us. She's not doesn't tell us anything, so she must not trust us, and she's 
working with someone else. Um, and so in reality, that's not the case, but perception is reality in this game. And so that's just kind of the, the read that they get on Bowie. But um, yeah, she's really just not good. Um, moving on to someone who did, uh, also did not enough this week, I would say, is Cameron. <laughs> uh, Cameron is head of household this week, and he had a perfect opportunity to take a shot at the other side of the house. And even the other side of the house, even Izzy was fully convinced that she was going up as a replacement nominee this week. Jared, for a while, was convinced that he was going to be backdoored this week. Because they were like, it only makes sense if Cameron wins head of household that someone from our group is going to go home. And somehow they escaped completely unscathed. And not only that, like, Matt, uh, not Matt, uh, Red and Cameron want more than ever to work with them. <laughs> it's kind of just crazy they have this fake alliance the legend 25 alliance with red and cameron it's one of uh felicia and Suri and izzy's many 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 alliances and it's totally fake to them but it's very real to cameron and red and they have somehow fully convinced them that that is a real alliance even though they know they have a million other fake ones and um red wants to get a legend 25 tattoo when he gets out of the house like he is fully in on it uh <laughs> but uh yeah uh what were your thoughts on i on i guess uh cameron's nominations of of jag and blue this week and his overall reign as hoh yeah i feel like he's just like not fully aware of all the things that are happening and so that's maybe why he's not thinking in that way of like oh that we should we should be putting up those people on the other side of the house but He's just not thinking about it. So I just think he's just not as smart as like we might hope he would be. But like he's still in the house and he's made it this far. But like I don't see him like or just like in general, I don't see him like making it super, super far just because of what's happening right now. Yeah, I think, you know, that's a good point is that we have such a bird's eye view of what's going on in the house. Yeah, they don't. And that's easy to forget. And so, you know, we rag on on someone like Cameron for not taking the shot that he should be taking. But we have to we do have to remember that they don't know everything that's going on. And to them, that alliance is very real. That's the one real alliance that, you know, that they have. Um, and uh, even though it's not, we know that they don't. So, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, but still a frustrating week in terms of, you know, wanting a season where the power goes back and forth and back and forth um and so it's frustrating when even someone on the other side wins hoh that that you know the same side that's running things still gets what they want um but moving on to Suri, we've already talked a bunch about Suri. um but what do you think overall of her position in the house right now? Do you think that people will eventually kind of catch on to her pretty much kind of running things eventually, or is she going to be able to just kind of steamroll it to the end? Yeah, no, I think that like, especially like for America and Corey, like I think they're going to realize it sooner rather than later about what's happening um, and try to take a shot at her, I would say, but 
in general, I think it's definitely going to be hard to do that because she has so many people on her side. Um, and obviously, like, she knows how to make it far into reality TV shows. And so she has a way also of, like, as you were saying, like, has a spell over people of, like, how she can just, like, have people trust her. And then she can then turn on them, basically. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's making for a good season for sure. Um, so I don't want her to be gone yet. But I don't think she, like, realistically, like, if people are playing smart, I don't think she should make it to the end. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I think when when she first came into the house everyone said oh having your son not only is she you know this experienced reality tv star with a bunch of first-time players but also she has her son here and i am here to tell you her son is a detriment to her game (laughs) not a help he is a absolute liability to her game that is making it so much harder for her (laughs) i think in a way like you know he was able you know for the first week or two to kind of like play both sides he was in both alliances on both sides of the house and so without him being there i don't know that she would have had as much information as she did but um yeah i think it'll be very interesting as it gets further along and maybe especially blue stays I think that could, I, you know, I, I don't know how that will, whether that'll be good or bad for Cerise game, really. Um, but yeah, I think what will be most interesting, and last week I um, was honored to be able to ask a question, Rob has a podcast, <laughs> um, to Taryn Armstrong and Rob's sister, Nino, who I love and are the only two people who get me through big brother season actually understanding what the hell is happening in that house um and i asked them the question of you know do you think that if sari gets to the end of the game that people will be bitter towards her because everyone has feels like they have such a close relationship to sari and especially when they find out that she's hiding the secret about jared if they do find out before the votes are cast um you know do uh, could the jury be bitter towards her and uh and vote for whoever she's sitting next to rather than her um because that did happen you know it has happened a couple times in the past in similar situations but i think what taryn said you know where he answered was totally right in that sari has this just innate ability to get people to like her and that is so underrated that, you know, a lot of times, like, you know, with Paul on season 19 in the similar situation where he ran the game, got to the end, and then people from the jury were kind of bitter towards him um, and didn't vote for him. I just think Suri has this ability, even when she screws people over, people just love her and they don't have any sort of hard feelings toward her in general i mean the only time i think was andy on the traitors if you remember where she was just devastated you know when she found out she was a traitor um and so i think there may be one or two people like that but i think overall enough people will get it and and respect her game that i think if she gets to the end she'll win yeah for sure um all right moving on to Corey um Corey similar to America you know they're kind of a package deal playing the middle trying to play the middle and I think a lot of people I feel like his kind of stock in the game day to day just keeps going down right now 
but I do think that he has the ability if again like America if he realizes it to turn things around but right now he's in a little bit of a precarious situation I feel like do you think that he can uh turn it around I hope so I like Corey so I want him to turn it around I think he can I think he's smart enough to like recognize what's going on and hopefully be able to then like somehow come out and not go home before this all turns around and maybe but we'll see what happens just because like he's not in the majority right now mm-hmm. yeah i i hope he can and i think jared is kind of trying to give little hints to Corey that you know there's a talk of a house flip this week he's trying to like kind of clue Corey in a little bit on like hey you're you're kind of on the outs now people don't trust you anymore Corey so far hasn't really taken those hints and, and realized it but I hope you know especially if they're on the outs of the vote this week then they'll realize it for sure I hope it doesn't take that for them to realize it I hope they can figure it out before that happens but yeah I think if in the next couple days if if Corey and America can kind of realize that then they can hopefully have the time to get back in before they would get put on the block together but yeah I love Corey I love him and I I do hope that that he can get back in good which he's smart he's likable I do think he has the ability to do that and um we went to Felicia. Uh, so Felicia kind of, I would feel like in a very similar situation as, as Sari. But right now, Sari and Felicia are going at each other too. <laughs> um, Felicia apparently said just yesterday that she was talking to Jared and told Jared that she has a final two with Sari. But Suri runs her mouth too much and she doesn't trust Suri anymore as much as she used to. And of course, Jared went right back and told that to Suri, who now doesn't trust Felicia <laughs> and is upset with Felicia for saying that and couldn't believe it. And so I, I don't know if they've really spoken about that. As far as I know, they have not. But as far as I know, they still are kind of have this unspoken feud a little bit going on and so I wonder I don't know if that'll affect the game at all in the near future but um do you think that they will patch things up quickly and and get back together on the same page or could this kind of divide further happen over the next coming weeks I don't know that's an interesting scenario because like I feel like Suri is probably feeling a bit betrayed Mm. and then it's hard to like once you feel that way, like patch that up necessarily, especially in the show when like you're only going on trust with people. And like, if she doesn't feel that way towards Felicia anymore, like, and she can't feel that way again, like that could be a problem in the game. Um, But if she is able to trust her again and like they're able to patch things up, then obviously then that could be good. But I kind of want, I, I don't know. I don't want them to break up as friends, but like, I think it'd be interesting for the game overall of seeing that go out like play out in that way um but yeah i love felicia though she's so much fun to watch and i'm glad she's on the show (laughs) 
she has given us the best memes of the season yeah. <laughs> the best little short clips of the season from destroying all her microphones in the first few days of the game falling in the pool uh <laughs> screaming <laughs> just all these little clips are, are so hilarious um and her I, I also kind of love her little hatred for bowie jane even though it makes no sense <laughs> um so yeah I, I hopefully she has a long future in this game uh but yeah, i don't know um i i think they'll patch it up i do yeah. i think that Suri and felicia are so they they need each other just for like friendship i feel like they're kind of you know similar ages they're similar they just kind of get each other in a way where i think they appreciate having each other there in the house and so i i i think they'll they'll patch it up and and this won't affect the game too much at least in the near future maybe coming weeks once the numbers get smaller but for the next few weeks i think they'll stick together yeah um we've got to izzy their other alliance close alliance member well alliances member because they have alliances with everyone in the house those three <laughs> um izzy is so much fun to watch she is just a hurricane going through that house and has no <laughs> no pause button no <laughs> like doesn't take a breath i feel like she was just constantly activated constantly on full force and gotta love her for it but what what are your thoughts on izzy's place in the game and uh just kind of how she's been playing so yeah i also really like izzy i think she's a lot of fun to watch um in general i think that people might see her as like just like being like a puppet to Suri and Felicia like and just like in terms of like their games and like she's just going along with stuff but I don't think like she necessarily is that like I think she does have like strong opinions and she is good like she has like she's not just letting them run the show I would say but I think to stand out more on her own like she might need a split off from them eventually but like for right now like it's good for her game so I don't see that happening anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I think Izzy right now is in such a perfect position because she's the only one that knows the secret about Suri. Oh, yeah. And so Suri will never betray her because of that, of course. Jared will never... Well, Jared does want her out from time to time. I think they have kind of this, like, people online say, like, she, like Izzy's kind of the... the you know, dot Suri's daughter, like the third Fields family member in the house, <laughs> and <laughs> that she's trying to be like Suri's favorite child constantly, and so she's fighting with Jared, like they're having like sibling rivalries. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. Um, I think what will be interesting is if that secret becomes public knowledge in the house, and Izzy then kind of loses her leverage, and I wonder in that case if. Suri would still be as loyal to Izzy. That I, I don't know. I, I think that probably the answer is yes, but I just don't necessarily know because right now she doesn't really have a choice. Um, yeah. You know, Izzy can be a little bit of a liability at times, I would say, but um, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll ask Robin Karen about that if I'm able to do another podcast. <laughs> I think it's an interesting scenario to think about um but we, yeah we'll see uh moving on to jag so jag is 
potentially going home this week. And he... I, I hope he stays, though, over Blue. I just think he has more potential to play the game better. And then I, I just think he has more kind of an of a drive to play the game. I feel like Blue is just very much have you know kind of at summer camp and doesn't even really care when Jared says that his mother's in the house. So <laughs> you know, Jag in the early weeks was I thought such a front runner to make it to the end. Um, but then, of course, his majority alliance ended up crumbling, and now he's not in a great position. But if he stays this week, uh, you know, he could get himself back in. Do you think that if he stays this week that he has potential to to make it a lot further? Yeah, I do. I also thought, like, in the beginning of the season, like, I thought he had more, like, was a strong contestant, like, as a cast member, like, I really was rooting for him. And I still am. Like, I want him to stay over Blue as well. Like, I think he, like, knows more. Like, I think he's just thinking more strategically overall. Like, I think that is better for, the like, him to last longer, obviously, if, like, he can actually, if he stays, like, I think he'll then position, position himself in, like, a better way to then be able to last longer in the, sh- in the game. So I'm hopeful that maybe he will stay after this week and we can see him make it far but we'll see Mm -hmm. so something that we haven't talked about yet that could also potentially save jag is the power of invincibility competition Mm -hmm. twist that is playing out this week um today they each got called out um weirdly they went out the front door everyone which i think they're going to probably show it as like kind of getting teleported out of the house or something like that um i don't know where they played this competition but um they were all called in they were all told about a twist this week so they don't know what the twist is only the winner will know that but they were they all know that there is a twist this week and so they all got called to be told whether they were voted in the top four and the top four compete in individual competitions um, and the winner wins this power of invincibility. The power of invincibility gets to save for the next, for this week and next week or next week could save the evicted house guest, basically canceling, nullifying the eviction and moving on to the next week. So you know the other person on the block doesn't go home nobody goes home that week whenever if it's used it can only be used this week or next week if it doesn't get used after next week it's null and void um the only person who we know for sure is in the top four is serene she's said on the feeds that she got to compete in the competition um so we know that she was there as far as when we started recording this nobody else has confirmed for sure I think it's kind of assumed based on like kind of the way that he's been acting since he went out there that Corey probably won uh, or not, not won, but was in the top four. Um, we don't know who else is. So I don't know if Jag was or not, but if Jag was and he won this, obviously he wouldn't be going home this week. <laughs> um, but do you... I, I guess just we'll talk about the competition first. Do you who do you think would would be in the top four? Yeah, well, I guess you said Corey and Sari. Um, I'm hope maybe I think maybe Jag. I don't know. Now that you're saying that, like maybe makes me think that maybe he's in it. 
And then I don't know who the fourth one could be. I just, I'm not sure. Who do you think of the top four? I think Matt has a good chance. Um, Maybe America. Yeah, I was actually going to say America as my fourth, but I wasn't told. I just don't know if, I think Feed Watchers would choose America. I don't know yeah. if casual just episode only viewers have seen enough of her, but she did get second place in the comp in the pressure cooker. They saw how try how hard she tried there in the last episode. America and Corey had a showman segment, uh, so that always people love a showman's a cute showman's like that especially. Um, so I think maybe she has a shot. Maybe Felicia. Maybe. Yeah, probably not Mimi. Potentially Jag. I, I think Jag would be if the viewers just wanted to kind of screw Cameron's plans up, basically. I could see Jag getting in there. Um, and if Jag is chosen, I think he has a good shot to win. I mean, I don't know what the competition was, but certainly he's a strong competitor. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I, I, I think... Uh, yeah, it's gonna, I mean, we talked about this, it's totally gonna depend if, if they can convince Jared, you know, whether Jagger Blue goes home, so. We'll yes. know more in, in, in the next coming couple of days on that. Um, but let's move on to Jared. Kind of really already talked about most, most everything with Jared. Um, and, yeah, I mean, do you have any more to say that we haven't talked about with Jared? No, I feel like we've covered it. We'll just have to see what happens if he decides to vote for blue or not and how that will all play out. But yeah, overall, just have to see. Jared is is not the most popular house guest at the moment um, with the viewers, with the feed watchers at least. He's uh his his opinions on women are not great. Some of the comments he's made, people don't don't love Sarisa. But <laughs> I actually just saw a video on that. I don't know if we wanted to touch on that right now. I feel like that's a longer conversation. It is a longer conversation. We don't, yeah, have to get into all of that right now. But um, it, it, did you have any hot takes on that? Well, it made me, it, it like kind of made me feel bad for Sari more than anything else. Cause I was like, I don't want then it to be like negative on Sari that like Jared's like this on the show. But obviously it's, her son so it's like related in that way but I just think he's just being immature in things and like obviously his age is a factor in that like I think he's probably gonna see this and grow from it so I don't want to like completely diss him on it right now like if he's like able to like look back on it and like know that it was not okay to say certain things that he said um but overall like I still think he's a good player in the game so I don't want him to leave or like necessarily like go home because of these things that are happening but it's not great yeah I I think I I hope that he comes out of it and learns I hope he doesn't go the loop route and when he was expelled and just double down on saying the n-word which was horrifying but I I think that Jared on the other hand I think a lot of He's he's had some not great takes this season on a lot of things, and I I do hope that he can come out of 
the house and see the response and and learn from it and grow. He is young. And I, I I think, you know, even just right before we started recording this, he said to Corey, like, oh, you don't have the personality to be a fan favorite, but I do, or something like that. Like, it was that not word for word, but it was really weird. Like, oh, <laughs> little do you know that Corey is a very big fan favorite and you on the other hand are uh probably second to last <laughs> not many viewers <laughs> rankings yeah. of popularity so i think he's in for a little bit of a rude awakening and i i do feel bad for Suri too i i hope that i hope that people don't expect her to kind of speak for him and against him when he comes out of the house it's his mother like what is she gonna say and i hope that people don't hold that against her because it's not her. Um, but anyways, uh, let's move on to Matt. So Matt is very much kind of also playing the middle. Uh, but it does seem like he kind of, he very much trusts Suri. He comes back and tells Suri basically everything, as many people do in this house. And he's also kind of said some not great things about women lately. Um, but, um, not gonna get too far on that, but he, yeah, has had a lot of disadvantage in this house, of course, because of his, his hearing, and that's made it very hard for him, and we've talked about kind of the lack of accommodations that have been given to him for that, um, but, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on Matt's game overall? Um, do you, do you see him making it much further in the house? Yeah, I mean, I like Matt. I liked him and Riley together. I wish that Riley made it further because they were really cute and I wanted to see them continue in that showmance, which I guess we'll have to see what happens once he gets voted out if they actually continue things. Um, But I don't know. I think, like, he might be able to make it far, but also might not. I don't, I'm not sure. Like, my feelings towards him right now, I'm, like, not totally sure. Like, I do like him and I think he has the potential to make it far but I also don't know if he's gonna live up to that yeah I could see Matt as someone who kind of eventually gets caught in the crossfire where neither side really feels super close to him and he's like yeah. important enough to them to not be willing to sacrifice uh so that they don't lose a closer member of their alliances so I I could kind of see him in the next few weeks maybe come going out because of that but i could also you know i think people like him in the house and i think yeah. that goes a long way where you're, if you're just kind of a likable presence that you know he's strong he has a very but you know a good potential to win competitions where he's not at a disadvantage because of his hearing um and so you know physical competitions in particular i think he probably has a good chance of of doing well at and um yeah i think it would be interesting because i don't really know what he would do if he won hoh so i think that would be kind of interesting to see yeah no i think that if he won that'd be a really good week to see what would happen so i'm rooting for matt but we'll see yeah um now we're at mimi um mimi is doesn't really talk a whole lot of game but when she does she's very smart is what i've noticed is that she has yeah. a good grasp of the house she has a good grasp of the game and she's a very clear vision which is 
I think in most seasons would be appreciated, but in this season where everyone is so wackadoodle, they're just kind of discounting her logic. (laughs) And they like think because she, you know, like I said before, like because she's not talking a lot of games, she must not be loyal to them and must not trust them. And so I think they've kind of gotten over that with her Cerise Alliance, but um, she... (laughs) Yeah, I I think that she has a lot of potential if she can just kind of regain their trust. Uh, What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. And I feel like we don't get to see like a ton of her, which like I want to see more of her conversations, like just like having her more be prevalent in the show, because like I think she is smart and like has that strong, like, or just like she has that ability to her, but we just like haven't fully seen it yet, I feel like. And making it far, but and just like strategic thinking in general, I think because she also like works in politics and all that stuff, so like she knows, like she's smart. I think she has a. I would be interested to see her HOH as well. She almost won the pressure cooker. A lot of people were rooting for her to win that one, Um, but yeah, I think that would that would be interesting. And last but not least, we have Red. Red is Cameron's closest ally super all in on the legend 25 alliance uh is one of those people i think who really thinks he is like running this house and has such a good eye grasp on the game and has actually no idea what's happening (laughs) so what what are your thoughts on red yeah i think it's interesting to see that like he just really does not have a check on the pulse at all of what's going on like it's almost comical basically of like thinking like he is in that situation when he's not at all um but it's like he's just like i don't know he's kind of he's fun to watch though like i don't i don't like hate him i don't love him like he's more just like he's just there for me yeah, like exactly. <laughs> um all right well we are um at the end of all the house guests um so any last uh things you wanted to touch on that we didn't cover any hopes for the rest of the season predictions what do you think i feel like we covered off on a lot i'm just excited to see like in general particularly for this vote of like what's going to go down with jared and sari and what he, what he's going to decide and also then in the coming weeks, like, I'm hopeful that maybe America and Corey can then come into more of a powerful situation, maybe in the future and not necessarily in the situation they are right now. I don't know. There's so much up in the air that always in the Big Brother house, I feel like, but especially for this season, like, there's a lot that can happen. So I'm just excited to see what will turn out to be. Yeah. For sure. Well, all right. Thank you guys for uh, listening to our episode this week. We will be back next week, I think, in person for the first time yeah. since our very first episode. Um, so that'll be exciting. Celebrate our 20th episode. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye.